Hi guys, welcome to the Original Judo Podcast. I'm James Austin. I'm joined as ever by my compatriot, Chris Millward. How are you doing, Chris? Great, James. How are you doing yourself? I'm good. Thank you very much. And today we are talking uh, about the results from Dusseldorf, which has been the, the IGF's biggest event to date. Did you catch much of the judo at the weekend? Well, yeah. I mean... As you say, there six hundred odd competitors in the event. I tried to watch as much as I, as, I, as I could without it overtaking my my life, really, <laughs> and, and you know try to keep keeping a relationship and and see my kids. But um, I thought I caught quite a lot, to be honest, James. Um, and then for this podcast, I realised I hardly seen half of it. Um, the, you know, uh, I remember on, on on one of the days I was I was watching. Um, not sure if it was 73s or 81s, but hoping to catch um, Sally um, competing. I think it was on the Saturday, actually. And it was well into the afternoon before the first and second round matches came on. And it was just, I, I, I caught as much as I, my time would allow me. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, didn't see any way to go from start to finish. Um, I did concentrate a bit on 90 kilos um, and what a, what a tough weight that was. Um, but other than that, I felt I caught a lot of judo, but at the same time, was able to miss a lot of judo. How about yourself? <laughs> I, I think pretty similar. Like I came away from the weekend, um, yeah, having thinking, wow, I've watched so much judo. Um, it was we've, we've tiled the kitchen this weekend. I've had the TV on in the background, so it's been <laughs> it's been a great opportunity to just just keep looking up and seeing something else going on. Um, but again, getting ready to to speak to you realize that i have a broad overview of what happened and a few few specific individuals but yeah didn't didn't quite catch enough of any any specific weight um any highlights from the weekend for you anything stand out well yeah i mean i would say the 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 emergence of the the japanese 90 kilo player Murao, um i think that's how you pronounce it M M U R A O. um you know Young player is able to get to the final. I'll speak a little bit more about the weight category, um, but with some real good judo for such a young competitor. I thought um, the number of also Garis that that came out right across the weekend and across the weights was a bit um, a bit strange, really, just to to really see it quite prevalent and noticeable, you know, and, and obviously. I think Altogar is the worst throw in the world to get thrown away because you just landed on the back of your head every t- every time if the if the opponent can help it. So you know, it kind of God knows why they teach that throw to beginners. <laughs> um, and then you know, and obviously keenly keenly following the the British competitors, Sally, um, you know, just doing so wonderfully well. And I think what pleased me most with Sally's performance was that. Um, she was able to overcome um, the, the, the Spanish girl in a bow who's been on past two occasions, really. So I'm sure, sure Sally's been keen to put that record straight. And when the, the events are coming thick and fast, it, it's great that you get the opportunity um, to do that as soon as possible, really. So I would say those those were my highlights and the point of interest with... Um, we spoke on the last podcast about the dominance of uh, Tristan and... Uh, Clarice at uh, 60 key, 63 kilos and um, interesting that uh, one of our British fighters took a win against Tina um, at the weekend. What about yourself? Obviously, Sally's uh, result was, was absolutely phenomenal. 
and I think coming out of last weekend, she would have been not last weekend, two weeks ago in Paris. She was would probably have been dis- disappointed based on results from last year, but she was absolutely phenomenal. I think did she win every contest in Niwaza with a different different finish every single time? I think so. Uh, so I, I noticed the number of Niwaza. I didn't catch every fight, but and and like you say, she she beat a couple of fighters who've, who've beaten her before and. Um, Certainly the Spanish girl has had a number recently. But it goes to show that and someone who is particularly strong in Niwaza, you know, can 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 turn everybody into a potential victim. And I, yeah, again, I thought Sally was absolutely phenomenal. Watched I was really excited going into the weekend to watch some of those lightweight Japanese men. I, obviously the, the 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 ones we we who they traded up the this was, I don't know if this is their second team or their first team the strength of the, the squad um you obviously have Mariyama winning 66 Ono beating Ebenuma in the finals of 73 yeah yeah um Nagayama uh did he win 60s just yes the, re- yeah. the results were phenomenal I was I guess a little disappointed I thought I thought Ono and Mariama. I think I was. I think I went into the weekend over expecting, like having watched too many highlight reels. And and don't get me wrong, they both did a lot of throwing. Uh, Mariama was really dynamic. Um, ono just looked so strong, but I don't think they looked unbeatable. And I, I feel like they have in the past. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I managed to catch a number of Ono's fights. Um, apart from the final, actually, um, against Ebenuma, but I think probably up until then, he looked to me, as you say, very strong, but he looked quite slow. Yeah. Um, at times, disinterested. And part of me thought, I'm wondering if he's just going through a heavy training block in the moment, and you know, um, but it doesn't fit with the... the the events that are, that they're competing in terms of Paris or, you know, uh, Dusseldorf Grand Slam, there is big points on offer. Um, and you you would have thought he was would be, you know, raring to go in at the races, but he didn't. his body language didn't portray that. What do, what do you think of that? No, I think, I think you make a really good point. It could be the training block. I wondered as well if it was jet lag. If they, I don't know if the squad has all come out together or if they've come out separately. Uh-huh. But... Um, Ono particularly just looked really static, and I thought Mariyama as well looked slow and static for for his style of fighting. Both of them were were so good from the grip. Um, Ebenuma was were, looked really active all day, but again, I think he got caught for a couple of scores through the day. None of them, none of them looked unbeatable, and I think I'd gone into the event with the expectation that. You know, there was this this kind of aura of invincibility around them. And I've come out of it and I'm, you know, I thought Ono Mariyama would be the clear number ones now for the weight categories. And I'm not I'm not so sure that they are. Well, to be honest, you know, I'd, um, I would love a situation where I was that bad at judo and getting the same results as Ono. <laughs> Yeah, maybe being maybe being a little little too harsh. Um, and if they've got another level or another couple of gears to to step up to, oh, the the world world's judo might be in trouble. There might be no stopping them. 
let's see. It'd be, it'd be good to watch. It'd be good to watch to see what their um, what their next events are. Um, and actually, you know, if they do step it up again, and you, you know, I just wonder where they're at in this in the in the you know training cycle. And if they, and actually, do you know what? Do you, as a, as the events are year round, are, are we as the judo audience, you know, kind of hoping for too much from from our players in a, you know, full cycle, really, event after event. But for me, he, he wasn't his usual self, and I wonder if he's going to hit a decline um, at this stage. Possibly. Again, we're still a long way out from the games. We're still in year one of that. That qualifying period, so there's there's so much that can uh, happen, I guess. What talk to us about? Um, yeah, talk to us about nineties. You said you had a bit of a focus on. 90s. Yeah, I mean, I watch nineties, and and there is a few um, athletes of interest for me. Obviously, Max um, had a tough first round draw against um, the Mongolian, is it uh, Gatulga, I think. Um, yeah, and he ended up losing on Shido's in golden score. Um, and you do kind of query, you know, with the three Shido rules, should there be a fourth Shido in Golden Score? I just think sometimes it's, it is a little harsh. Um, but that's the, the judo world that we're living in, really. You know, I don't, you know, I don't think, um, I don't think the rules are perfect yet. Um, but they are, they're, they are evolving and, and, you know, athletes do know that as soon as you're on that, Second Shido, you, you know, your time from there on in is is uh, limited unless you keep up a high attack rate, but also balancing that without making false attacks and making sure that it, every attack counts. So it's, it's such a tactical pressure um, for when competitors end up on, on two Shidos at, at whatever stage in the match, really. And unfortunately for Max, um, he, came, he came off um, worst in that tactical tactical battle really but I do feel it was a little bit harsh Watch it, watching the, the weekend it, I do feel like they get to golden score and the referees are desperate to give out a score or a penalty to get the players off the map um, do you get the same impression I think there were a couple of scores certainly in the in the heavyweights where guys landed pretty much flat on the front and like Wazari scores were given and I know the rules have changed I know you can't put your hands back now, and if you land on your bum, but with your hands behind you, that's supposedly a school. But score, I think they give those a lot more often during the golden score, and and that third cheeto as well. I think it comes a lot more frequent and comes faster than it does during the rest of the match. I'd, I'd, I would agree with you. It, it, it does seem that they're looking to get that this this contest um, with the result. You know, once it's gone past, you know, the 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 time limit is we need a we need an outcome here. We need an outcome, and I don't think that's necessarily the best thing for judo because if you think, you know, we've shortened the matches, you know, from five five minutes to four minutes, we've reduced the number of shidos to to disqualification. Um, you know, the rule set we dilute the um, scoring um, of of Ozari to now a yuko. You know, the, it's 
even though we still call it was our it's the the old UCO scoring, isn't it? I think I think we should have re- removed the Wazari and left the UCO scoring. To be honest, um, yeah, you know, but that's that's just my personal view. I I do think though that they they are looking to outcome the match far sooner than actually what it what it needs to be, and and it is a balance of okay making it a spectator sport, and I do think the judo is some of the best I've seen for a long long time. Um, but uh, on the flip side of that, part of me likes the, you know, some of the virtues of judo is about patience and about setting up an opportunity, waiting for that opportunity. And when you see it, be fully committed to it and, and really go for it. Um, I don't think the application of the rules at times is always allows those intricacies of, of judo, really. No, I'd, I'd agree. Um, I'd like to see the the stats as well about how many matches go to golden score i know they shortened all the fights to, to four minutes and i suspect i don't I, I can't remember if they came out with the reason why that was that was happening but if if they had said it's because they expect a lot more matches to go to golden score like it wouldn't surprise me because i think you i i get the impression that there are a lot more just creeping over the golden score and then the referees make a decision to speed everything up by applying the rules more. I don't know if they're more vigorous within the application of the rules or... I think the the tolerance is, is removed, isn't it, really? You know, where yeah. you're kind of going 50-50, do a, do a shido or not, where in the match time they would choose not to go yeah. the score. They, they, they're choosing to do, really. But interesting observation, yeah. really. Um... For you know, coming back coming back to ninety kilos, I was really quite excited to see the return of um, Nyman. Um, sort of oh, he did, yeah, he fought the weekend. Yeah, he won, won a couple of matches. Um, uh, it's just he, I used to love watching him. You know, he was very very young. I think he won the Europeans, didn't he? Um, yeah. I'm working from memory here, but I think he was maybe twenty years of age, nineteen twenty years of age, winning the Europeans. Um, you know, and that was a few years ago now, and you know he's been away from that for, for quite a while. But such an aggressive, dynamic fighter um, scored a couple of lovely poms um, at the weekend. I think he, he threw with a big sassai. Uh, you know, really, really love him. I enjoy watching him. I think he got to um, the last sixteen, or I don't think he made. He didn't make the quarterfinals. When he got to the last sixteen, yeah, but, I think it was around before the quarterfinals. You know, some some good progression for, from from him, and really nice to see him fight and at, at this level. Um, you know, and hope I just hope to see more of him. Really, I do like him as a as a fighter, a real aggressive, strong, you know, dominant um, bloke, and and I think it's really nice to see him back on the map. Um, when you look at the medal winners. Um, none of them had a, an easy route to, to earning their medals. Um, Medvedev from Azerbaijan beat Morao in, in, in the final. I'll speak a little bit about those. But Smink and um, Igolnikov both uh, both had tough matches. You know, if you look at Igolnikov, Chikris really in the first round, Pietri in the second round, and Belarus the the third round and he makes it to the quarterfinals and he comes up against uh, Morao, the the Japanese in the quarters. He loses loses in in that match that drops him into the repechage where he comes up against the Spaniard um, Sherazashvili and uh, and then on to Alexander Kolja uh, for the bronze medal match and if you look at 
one, two, three, four, five of those matches, of those six matches, incredibly, incredibly high-calibre opposition medal from that. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Four or five world medalists, I think, in that well, I didn't, I didn't recognise that. I didn't recognise that. And, and that, you know, when you look at Morau A18, some of the, you know, he was coming out with just really, really beautiful, really beautiful. And, um, you know, the, the throws, he was, his movement was sound. Um, and just some of the throws he came up with, you know, again, tough as he came up against Clamour against Quack, you know, and against the Golnikov, all with real records. And, and for him to come up in the final against Mediev from Azerbaijan. And I want to spend a little bit of, of time on, on Mediev because he, he really excites me, to be honest. I've not seen, I've, I've never really paid too much attention to him before, if I'm honest, James. Um, but, but just watching his judo is, a counter-attacking style, but he does it from such an explosive um, sets of Ashiwaza. Um, it, it's just unbelievable. He allows himself to be attacked with Chigari and is able to kind of transition that with a coastal to Gak type technique, um, kind of linked with a suplex at times. You know, really, you know the. Um, Bodavelli type techniques, and it's just explosive and tight. Um, the throw that he scored a Wazari with against Morau in the final, he also did against um, Florentino, I think, in, in one of the earlier rounds. But his judo is really exciting to, to watch as a counter player. Um, you know, he's, he's not on the front foot, but his throws are um, something to really admire, and, and um, it, I think he's one to watch. He his wasn't a name that I would have picked out of that '90s lineup as being someone. I mean, even in the medals, you you look at the fighters. You went through the list of guys Igolnikov came up against. I like I like Igolnikov. I think he's a he's a great judo player. He's gonna be around the medals at the games. I think. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and I, I mean, we've, we've we've talked a little bit about '90s over the last few weeks. There's so many good fighters out there. A couple that obviously weren't there. Like Baker from yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, having watched the weekend, do you think morale is gonna will catch Baker? I know Baker's struggling with with injuries. Is is morale going to be there or thereabouts? I think, I think as an eighteen year old, um, he's only got development ahead of him. Um, you could see where he lacked experience against Mediev. You know, I think Mediev was allowed to apply some, you know, um, some gameplay right the way throughout the match. Um, which Morale had to deal with, really. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if Morale takes the this spot at um, 90 kilos for, for Japan. Again, they're so strong across pretty much all the weight categories. I th- I, it's still difficult to see. Uh, well, I mean, we should do a show on it. We should do a show on, at this stage, when, in a few weeks, if we get if we get a chance, if there's a break in the, the tournaments, on who we think the Japanese team will be, men's and women's, because at the moment, yeah, they've got so much availability in all the weight categories that I think we could come up with very different teams. 
still potentially filled with Olympians. Yeah, and very different teams. Um, actually, not get any of them right, right, just for the selections. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, did you see? Did you see any of the uh, plus hundreds or anything like that, or under sixty sixes? There were two categories I saw at the weekend. Do you know what? Those are two weights that I didn't see. Um, 66s were fighting on the Friday, weren't they? I was able to work on that. Yeah. Um, James, I've got to be honest, I don't watch as much plus hundreds as you do. Oh, really? It, 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 I'm, I'm beginning to pick this up. Yeah. I, I, I do... Not that... Uh, it's not a weight... It's not a go-to weight for me. There we go. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a, a weight category in the past that has had a reputation for being less dynamic, do you yeah. know? I think the rule changes have changed that a little bit. I think it's I think it's in many respects similar to a lot of the other categories. There's so much throwing now. Far more of the judo players kind of like have a high attack rate. Yeah. Uh, and I think you see, you see that with the transition of some of the lighter weight players going through. Um, again, uh, Harasawa ended up winning the event he fought the Russian Tassiev in the final and I mean it just the whole day just reaffirmed to me like that of, of all the Japanese athletes I think Harasawa is probably the only one who on current form is a is a shoo-in he's such an active fighter he he can fight to the rule set and he's such a great thrower I think he only throw through with two throws all day. Um, Ouchi and Uchimata. Yeah, I, I did see some of Harasawa's Uchimata's. Yeah, yeah. And you've obviously got Neil Adams' favourite action reaction. If one doesn't work, you can go in the opposite direction with that combination. Um, but he he looked unbeatable. Again, we're missing those couple of really big names. Those those people you think could. I think he'll struggle against Tushishvili, Teddy. Yeah. Um, did Grohl fight at the weekend? He did. Um, I think he fought Grohl in the semi-final. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he had quite a close match with Grohl. And he threw him for 10 in, in a couple of minutes. It was um, it was fairly conclusive. Up until that stage, the gripping had been been quite tight. But Harasawa made short work of him, um, you know, ultimately. Gower was the other Japanese yeah, yeah. fighter in the weight. And he's a lot more of a traditional uh, heavyweight, a lot slower, a lot slower paced. And I can't see that style of fighter um, coming up, beating Harasawa. Certainly not at the moment. And it, and it might be that they're all on different training blocks. But Harasawa looks dynamic. He wouldn't be out of place in under 100s or under 90s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the pace he fights at. And having watched how kind of sluggish some of the lightweights looked um, on the previous two days, you know, I thought, yeah, he looked really dynamic. And it's kind of what made me think, because he'd fought Paris, is what made me wonder if the other, if the new members of the team had come out had a little later. Had the jet lag, yeah. He'd yeah. been there. Yeah, he'd been there. Obviously, he'd had the extra two weeks and he looked, he looked dangerous and he, he showed it all day through, through everybody. Yes, I wanted to talk about yeah sixty threes. Now I didn't see much of the later rounds, but I did see, and I know you mentioned it earlier, the Slovenian versus Lulu. I thought 
uh, Lulu was was well in the match against Lesky, and you know, in, in many regards, the score was it was a, a good score, it was a legitimate throw. Um, but Lulu looked like she could control some of the gripping exchanges. She looked dangerous in that match, and was unlucky to come away with that. That was the bronze medal. That was the bronze medal match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought she was unlucky to come away with a fifth, particularly after the the, the death she'd had. What did you think? What did you think of that match? And what did you think of the match against Tristan? Yeah? Well, I, th- I think for me, if um, going into the tournament, somebody would have said to her, "You're going to get fifth, she would have took that. Um, I think the when she looked at the draw, she would have snatched the hand off um, for a fifth place, um, knowing that Tina's in the pool. But also at the same time, knowing that she will want that opportunity to fight the best in the world. And she came through that, you know, within the match, um, tight on the on Shido's torn against against Tina, but wasn't out of the mat when Tina applies the solde, goes directly against against the elbow and and Hansakamaki. Um, when I watched it the first time, I was a, a, you know a bit unsure whether it was Hansaku or not. But ultimately, that was that was you know that was the decision. Lulu then in the semi final. Loses the semi-final to the Japanese um, three Shidos, and I think I think tactically she she, she did trail in that match really, um, which yeah. which drops her to to fight the other Slovenian um, Leski in, in the fifth place, and again wasn't out of the match. Um, throws the throw on it, but I think overall she's going to be disappointed getting to a semi-final um, and not coming away with a, a medal. Um, there are four incredibly brilliant fighters in, in that in that weight category with uh, Renshaw, Alice, um, Amy, and, and uh, Lulu. I think Lulu going into that was in in fourth place out of, the, out of the out of the four British fighters, but you know awaiting her opportunity at this level. Um, the same for Amy. Um, I think Amy's going to be disappointed um, losing to the Chinese. Um, Chinese hadn't had a particularly impressive track record. Amy threw a, an older throner maybe two, three times in the match. You know that she's got such powerful hips, um, and could have, you know, if she could have got the finish to the throws, really had the opportunities to score, score with hip ons. But you know, a few big overthrows, um, she loses that match. Lulu progresses, and you know the pressure is on for all four of those fighters, and you can see, you know. I don't know at what stages, but I could imagine throughout the stages there'll be markers on the timeline where we're saying we have to reduce the resource going into the athlete in the fourth spot and increase the resource going into the athletes in the first and second spots, really. And uh, the pressure's on, and good luck to all of them, really. Definitely, I'd love to. I'd love to get one of the girls on for for an interview because of of all the weight categories. The one with the you know the deepest level of talent, and it'd be interesting just to see how they how they feel about that level of competition at the moment. You know whether it's something that is is a motivation or if it is something that is is just pressure. Um, I know some of the girls are, are are young, so Lulu's only just fought under twenty three Europeans last year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so it might be that Tokyo is not her goal like I can't I can't 
with the result of the weekend and certainly with some of the previous results, you've you've got to think she she feels she's got a chance of Tokyo and and it's 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 judo in the Olympics in Japan. Why wouldn't you want to go? But I just wonder if for her, and I guess for the the three younger ones, for her, for Amy, and for Lucy, um, if they've got one eye on, is it Paris twenty twenty four as well? Paris is twenty twenty four. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the 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 one other thing that I I wanted to talk about, and, and you might have something else as well, was uh, Lombardo, Manuel Lombardo from Italy. Now, uh, someone on Twitter, Gary Medena on Twitter, uh, flagged this for me. Uh, Lombardo was the young Italian who beat Abe. Beat Abe the last uh, in Paris, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Um, he wasn't someone on my on my radar. And then yes, so someone on Twitter, Gary on Twitter flagged that last year Lombardo had won the Junior Worlds and Junior Europeans. Two weeks before Paris, he'd also won Tel Aviv. You know, and I completely missed that. And watching his matches at the weekend, he is someone who is 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 he is gonna be a threat at the Worlds this year. Um he's gonna be a threat probably at the Olympics next year. I thought he fought Mariyama and I thought he was a little unlucky to lose Mariyama. He, he, he outworked him throughout the match. Um, I've got the feeling Mariyama was just doing enough. Uh, certainly at the start of the match, he controlled the gripping exchanges, but as the fight went on, I thought Lombardo was getting more and more on top right up until the score came. Yeah, again, he's someone I think is definitely going to be worth keeping an eye on because I think he can beat some of the best boys out there and he's he's, he's very aggressive. He likes to pull people through whether they're right or left-handed and he's 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 got such a good I'm going to call it a lats. It's still a lats, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, they, uh, absolutely. I'd call lats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so Gary, thank you for flagging him. I'm definitely going to keep my eyes open. He, he looked great at the weekend. A little unlucky to come away with uh, bronze medal. Oh, uh, to come away with fifth place. He lost for bronze. But certainly, God, I think he's going to be someone to beat. I think he's still only 20 years old. Junior World Championship medal. Um, always an indicator that, you know, they're going to be in with a decent chance at the senior level. I think uh, watching his win against Abbey. Um, is a marker that he's got the quality within him, um, and I think thanks for that heads up. Really, I think it'd be good if we could do a, a dark horses um, discussion pre pre world championships. That'd be quite interesting. Really, I wonder if he'd be on the on the dark horse list. Really, cool. Anything else catch you at the weekend, Chris? Nothing. I think the two things for me, the number of all sorts of Gary's, the number of Judy um, um and just the sheer number of athletes. If anyone's not seen the highlight reel, you're talking about the number of all sorts of Gary's. I think uh, morale ended up with one of the biggest throws of the tournament in the semi-final. He, he threw with a couple of Osotos throughout the day. But in the semi-final, go and check that fight out. Go check the finish out. It was absolutely huge. Um, coming out of this, the calendar just seems to to carry on. I don't think there's a break uh, 
in the foreseeable future, next week or so, they'll be going to, is it Marrakesh? That'll be interesting, that. It'll be interesting to see how um, some of those North African countries do. It'll be interesting to see if there is Asian attendance with the Iranians. It'll be, be really quite interesting to watch. Um, before we finish, I want to say, so the news was announced this morning that Teddy's going to be fighting in Marrakesh. He's going to make his return. <laughs> yeah. And then this afternoon, you know, after everyone got so excited, um, I think I saw that the IGF and Mark Pickering had withdrawn. <laughs> yeah, last night had withdrawn. I, I seen that and then a few tweets later, you know, and we're like, oh, he's fighting. Oh, he's not. <laughs> you know. Um, we I think we await with braided Beth. We do, you know. It's indication he's going to be back this year. He, he's he's clearly conscious that he needs to start doing some some work, getting some points on the board. But as you say, we wait with bated breath. It will be very exciting when he returns to the map. I think we need a teddy cam to to follow him around, see what he's doing, <laughs> before, you know, before he actually gets on the map. I wonder anyway. if we could, yeah, encourage any of our listeners to to get in touch if anyone spots Teddy. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where, um, where, where's Teddy? Um, where's Teddy? And can we get Darcel to have a word with him and maybe he'll come on. <laughs> I like it, um, Chris. As ever, thanks so much. Uh, pleasure really speaking to you. Um, I hope to catch up with you soon. Brilliant. Thanks, James. Thanks a lot.